and shit. This is Pumpkin. And this is Peach. And welcome to the Pumpkin and Peach podcast. Episode. It's 136 and you already know it because we already did this, so don't even act like you knew. Pumpkin's grumpy. Yeah, because you unplugged the microphone. Mm-hmm. Jerk. I'm not a jerk. Okay, tell us what we're doing. Tell us what we're all, what, what's going on. How come you never say what we're about? Because I say everything else. Well, that's not you don't true. need any chance to keep scrolling on your phone. Um, we are a couple that lives in South Jersey. Uh, we like trying new things and going new places. We really are into horror and scary movies. Halloween is our favorite holiday, but we also really love Christmas. Um, uh, we both really like hard cider. Jeff likes beer. I like wine. We both like a little of each of those. Um, we love trying out new restaurants and new cideries wherever we go. We try and like that. That'll be the the catalyst for going to a new place is if we can check out a new cider place. Um, what else? I think I've said everything. Oh, excuse me. We need to record this, like pre-record the, this part. Yeah, oh, that'd be more of a pain. Well, I'm just saying. It's that way it's like consistent. <sighs> oh, here oh, <great>. we go. <laughs> um, all right, so what? What did you do this week? Peach really loves to yawn. Yeah, well, I'm tired. It's been a long day. Uh-huh. So, I didn't leave work early. We do these things and we pass the savings on to you. The savings. So, we do these things and we enjoy them and we like to tell other people about them. And it's, um, it's happened previously where we've, you know, said, oh, we've done this or we went here or we checked this out. And people would be like, didn't know that that was a thing. Didn't know that that existed. Didn't know that you could do that. So, when we started this podcast, we thought, well, we should, you know, all the stuff that we do, we'll, we'll talk about that and it'll, uh, help people out. So if you don't live in the area where we live, maybe there'll be something that'll give you an idea of something that's similar near where you live that you can check out. Or if you ever come to visit near where we live, uh, you'll have lots of ideas of things to go and do and things to see and places to eat and, uh, stuff to check out. And uh, if you already live in this area, same thing. Uh, if you didn't know some about some of the stuff we talk about, it'll give you ideas of things to check out. And you'll be a lot closer to checking them out because you'll already be in the area. So uh, hopefully this will entertain you and uh, give you some ideas about things to check out if you're ever in this area. Um and uh, we just consider everybody friends. We're just having a friendly chat here. So uh, this is our part of the conversation. Your part of the conversation is checking us out on social media, our Instagram, our Facebook. We have a YouTube channel. So go like our Facebook page and follow us there and follow us on Instagram and subscribe to the YouTube channel where we post videos from time to time. And uh, yeah, all that stuff and comment and you know, uh, help me out here, Peach. 
um yeah so interact with us on social media you were going you sound so congested you need allergy medicine my nose is congested yes you need allergy medicine wasn't this congested at work but now when i'm sitting around doing nothing it just i make you some tea congests all back up that might be nice yeah make you make you a homemade medicine ball after this unless you want to pause this and want me to make it now no no Alright, um, so we do have um, a paid subscription. Um, I made the mistake. Well, I guess it wouldn't really be considered a mistake, but um, uh, I, I said that it was premium content. I was meaning more so because you're paying for it. You're paying a premium, but it's just become a joke now where it's not better. It's just more. Um, and one of the benefits of subscribing to that is you get bonus episodes and you, I think, I think it's just, you get bonus episodes, but we also do give you shout outs on, on the regular episode. Um, so we want to do that now. Jeff has to get the list. So we have Don N. Woohoo! Don N. Lisa F. Thank you, Lisa F. Phil K. Thank you, Phil K. Bobby J. Woohoo, Bobby J. Vince G. Woohoo, Vince G. Steph LTP. Thank you, Steph LTP. And Maddie P. Thank you so much, Maddie P. So those are all the subscribers. We appreciate you to our It's Not Better, It's Just More content. And if you want to join in on the fun and you feel left out and you want to be woohooed, then uh, subscribe. You can go to any of our uh, social media accounts, our Instagram or Facebook. Click on the link in our bios, the link tree, and it'll take you to where you can click and get to that subscription page and sign up. Yes, we appreciate all of the subscribers, you know. And we just appreciate all of our listeners as a whole. Uh, Thank you for returning listeners. Welcome to new listeners. Uh, depending on how many episodes you've listened to, go back and check them all out. I mean, uh, we apologize for the very beginning because... Stop saying that. Well, the I very mean, beginning is fine. I just think that, you know, uh, we've gotten a little bit better. A little bit. Yeah, we we have two microphones now. We've had two microphones for a while. Um, in the, the very first few episodes, it's just one microphone. And there are a couple of episodes that have, like, sound issues like there's one episode I, I forget what the title is it but um my microphone didn't record the entire time but we talk about a lot of cool shit mm-hmm. uh i think that was the time we were in gettysburg in the hotel room and mm-hmm. your microphone didn't record yeah. at all so it just sounds very echoey you you talk so we know that that's uh sounds like something you want to listen to mm-hmm. so go check it out uh, we talk about a lot of cool stuff yep in our past episodes we're going to talk about, oh, oh, sorry, excuse me. We're going to talk about cool stuff in this episode. We, we actually are. do have fun stuff to talk about. We checked what out. What do you mean, new... actually? Well, because, you know, sometimes we just talk about, like, food <laughs> and recipes. But we do have that. But we also checked out a new cider place. But, as Jeff says, we're not there yet. For sure. Um, going to start right off with... Um, fuck. A beer I tried recently, uh, ice, uh, Einstock 
Icelandic Winter Ale. It's 8% alcohol. Um, in Iceland, winter is not something we fear. It is something we embrace, especially when it singles, signals the return of our extremely limited winter ale, ready to be shared around a plentiful table or a roaring fire, brewed with hand-cut and cured spruce tips, along with smoked Icelandic barley. This is the perfect brew to complement your sagas of conquest and survival. Uh, I thought it was really good. I gave it a 4.5 out of 5. It was definitely tasty. Uh, from the description, I wasn't really sure about like the spruce tips and such, but it was definitely uh, better than I had imagined. So that's why I gave it 4.5. That's pretty high. So, uh, yeah, definitely check that one out. I've had a few things from them uh, that I've picked up. Uh, single cans in the total wine and uh i've uh, pretty much liked everything that i've checked out from them so far uh so yeah definitely check that out uh if you can uh it is a winter you know beer and they say it's limited so i don't know uh the way beer comes out it's kind of like magazines where it's like comes out way earlier than uh it says like the, the time of year that it should be and then disappears real quick and they're always putting out the new stuff so you might not be able to find it at this point but uh if it comes out next year you know keep an eye out and then we got some uh we got some ice cream that we tried uh yeah so there's this ice cream brand van Lu move the microphone what is it van lewin yeah, I don't know what Lewin. exactly. Yeah, um, it it's at Walmart, the super Walmart that's kind of near us. Um, if if you've seen it, they have like um, weird flavors. Like they have a mac and cheese one. Um, a Van Leeuwen. I don't know how Van you pronounce Leeuwen? it. It's L E E U W E N. It's French ice cream. Um, so they have a mac and cheese one, a dill pickle one. Um, they have one where it's like, uh, French fries and ice cream, but like that one's not so weird to me because it began as a food truck in New York okay. in 2008. All right. Um, the, the fries and the milk sh or at the fries and the ice cream, because like you, you dip, well, some people, I'm one of these people, you dip your fries and your frosty. And, you know, the salty fry and the sweet and chocolatey frosty. I don't know. It's a whole thing. But um, this brand had king cake ice cream. And um, Bluebell, I think they're like a southern brand. Oh, that's a treat. You could have paused it for that. You could have. I'm sorry. So next time, please pause it I for that. I microphone away. Mm. Um. Bluebell is a southern brand or a midwestern brand. They do a king cake ice cream, and I've always wanted to try it because I've heard such good things about the ice cream and then actual king cakes because I've never had a real king cake. But um, this, the Van Luyen, Lewin, however you say it, um, they had a king cake ice cream, and I was like, oh, we have to get this. It's got a pretty interesting story oh, and not really, right. um, it doesn't make any sense. All right, well, Jeff's going to enlighten us. Uh, so it began in 2008 in New York as a food truck between Pete and his brother Ben and their partner Laura O'Neill. Their yellow trucks sold flavors based on important ingredients like Celion cinnamon, Sicilian pistachios, and vanilla from Papua New Guinea. 
The American private equity firm NextWorld invested $18.7 million in the company in 2020. By 2021, Van Leeuwen had opened 27 stores across the United States, including 17 in New York City. Uh, they opened its 30th store in 2022 with first locations in Dallas and Colorado. And then it says, in November 2022, Van Leeuwen entered a settlement agreement with the New York City Department of Consumer and Worker Protection. The chain agreed to comply with a New York City law that banned retail stores from refusing to accept cash as payment and pay $33,000 in outstanding civil penalties. Van Leeuwen had been violating the law since it had went into effect in November 2020 and had declined to show up for any administrative hearings. And that's where that ends. Oh. But we've been seeing their ice cream in like all the Walmarts and they've been coming out with all these flavors. So I really don't know what the state of the company is, but they're still producing stuff and it's in Walmart. So, yeah. So we got the king cake ice cream. We also did get the champagne ice cream because that just intrigued both of us. And we are champagne fans. Well, we haven't tried it yet. We're more mimosa fans, if I'm being honest. They should do a mimosa one. Oh, yeah, that would probably be delicious. I mean, we could add the champagne ice cream into mimosas, but I don't know how that would go. But whatever. So we still have the champagne ice cream in our freezer. The king cake ice cream was delicious. It was. Um, This ice cream, yeah, super colorful. It's really creamy, which, you know, not all ice cream is created equal. And some ice cream out there just is not great. And I'm a big fan when ice cream is, like, really creamy. You like like that nice, like... Creaminess. I don't know, like, butteriness almost. Like, I don't know. It just... If, if you know what I'm talking about, like, you know, I love ice cream. <laughs> It's like my favorite food. <laughs> I would eat it every day if I was able to, but Jeff won't let me. Ice cream's like one of Peach's food groups. Yes, it really is. <laughs> and if left to her own devices, she'd I'd be eat in ice it. cream for dinner, which I really don't see a problem with that because, like, ice cream does have dairy, and dairy is a food group. And, you know, ice cream is made with milk, and milk has calcium, and I, you need that for your bones and stuff but um yeah so again we have yet to try the champagne but the king cake i we definitely give it two thumbs up definitely delicious if um it's got so i guess king cake has a filling and the filling is like almond or whatever because this has like king cake i don't I, king cake is tasty looking i've never actually had one but it does say because we were wondering because you know how king cake has the babies inside it or maybe you don't know but king cake it's like a mardi gras thing and it has like little plastic babies and i don't know if it's a bad thing to get the baby or a good thing because i know there's like another type of cake that has stuff in it that you don't want to get the piece or whatever the the thing in it but um the i we were wondering like oh is there going to be a baby in the ice cream which would be very funny but right on the container it says there's no baby in here Yep. But, yeah. So. Yeah, there's many different kinds of king cake, but mm-hmm. uh, so I don't know which one. But it was very tasty. I mm-hmm. enjoyed it. Yeah. We still have, like, half a container of we it. We do. 
just ate a little bit. Then Peach, uh, we did uh, breakfast for dinner because mm-hmm. we had some biscuits and gravy left over for when we ate it uh, one day during the weekend. Last Sunday. And uh, Not and, yesterday, but last week. Me and Peach had a, a difference of opinion when it comes to how bacon should be cooked. Yeah, if it was up to Jeff's, if it was up to Jeff, his choice of bacon would be lightly warmed in a pan. Like, just slightly warmed. Sounds right. I mean, I don't want it to lose its meatiness. I want it to be cooked. Kind of have that ham aspect. I like the fattiness, the actual meat of the bacon. I don't like crispy cooked bacon where it's, like, dried out and, like, you're losing all that meatiness factor. See, I I do agree with you on that. I do like crispy bacon, but I hate when, like, it's so crispy it just like crumbles apart and turns into bacon bits but the bacon that i was cooking that night was like a thick cut bacon so like you know you gotta cook it and i don't want jeff to get trichinosis and well i ate it and i was just fine yeah well you fucking get on me about eating raw eggs um but it was cooked it's not like i'm saying hey just slap it on a plate out of the pack pretty much no it's not i just i feel like joe so it's a thing crispy or floppy bacon like do you like crispy bacon or do you like floppy bacon um i i do like it on the crispy side like i like i said i don't want it so crispy it's like falling apart or tastes burnt but i i cannot stand when bacon is like overly chewy it kills Uh, it for me i love it so let us know how, how do you like your bacon are you a crispy are you team crispy or team floppy because yeah. uh, i just i can't do it and it's like that's mostly how like if you get bacon out somewhere at a restaurant it's gonna be on the crispy they're side. usually cooking it to the crispy side you get it on a burger it's on the crispy side it's like so crispy and dry you bite in and like and peach said it apart. just falls apart or crumbles and or that's like not enjoyable. you pull it out of the burger yeah. off the whole thing with one bite like that is not enjoyable like you need to have like a nice medium like if your bacon is thin as much as i hate to say this you should air on the side of floppy like oh that's what i I wish i could eat that right now just cook a burger and have that nice floppy bacon on top of it oh the mouth is watering for that right now like that's what i want to get excited because i'm going to be making roast beef sliders i know but it's not floppy burger bacon (laughs) floppy Uh, burger bacon yeah floppy bacon burger that's what i want (laughs) Uh, um but yeah the breakfast was so good uh Peach did allow me to have somewhat of the bacon that I want. She'll ask me. I'm like, she's like, well, what's what's good enough? I'm like, right there. She's like, no. No. Like, I don't know. I just, I have such a weird thing with chicken and pork. Like, I feel like it needs to be, like, almost cooked to the point of, like, oblivion. So, like, there's no possible salmonella or, like, trichinosis. But apparently, like, I just, I saw something, I think on TikTok, and I, like, Googled it to see, to, like, fact check it. How amazing that you saw something on TikTok. Excuse me, that, like, the whole stigma about pork and being, like, very, like, disease-filled and whatnot, and, like, you have to make sure that you, like, cook it to temperature, and, like, it has so many issues. Apparently, that's not really an issue anymore, like, the pork manufacturing and uh not manufacturing um pork the association of porkers 
<laughs> Shut up, Jeffrey. I think uh, <laughs> that's the the title of the episode. Yeah, <laughs> Porkers Association. Yeah, the AAOP, American Association of Por- Porkers. No, um, how would you manufacturing? What what is the term? I'm producers. The pork producers, maybe. People that I don't produce know. pork. The We'll go with manufacturing. You know what I mean. The, the VIPs, the very important porkers. <laughs> the the people that are like doing like processing the pork and like the people pork that are plants. doing the pork. <laughs> this is so bad. Why can't I think of this word? I don't know. Are, but um, are manufacturing it, pork? That's what I said. Raising pork. What What do you do with beef? Producing pork. What do you do with beef? I eat it. I like no, it. but like I like it that it's at um it's at a farm and then it's at a slaughterhouse and then where does it go? Uh, a processing. Okay, plant. so the people that process the yes the oh fuck I just had, ah fuck I just had the the word and it just <laughs> flew the fuck out of my head like I watched it fly away. No, the the processing plant. I just said that. Okay, so whatever. Oh, don't fall. Yeah, don't fall. Um, don't. So apparently, the processing part or the process of pork. As hello and welcome to pork talk. <laughs> it just doesn't sound right, but apparently, it's come a long way, and pork is a lot more stable and clean than it used to be back in the day. And when I say back in the day, I mean like the 80s and 90s because that was like a big deal. So back in the day. It is because... Ugh, fucking... Just keep going. <laughs> just keep I, I just, going? I can't. I can't. And okay, I pork. Yeah. So The other white meat. I And I'm not a huge fan of pork. Oh, I love pork. I mean, I like bacon and ham, but... I love bacon, ham, pork roll. Oh, yeah, I do really like pork roll. Pork chops. I'm not a fan of pork chops. Uh, any kind of pork. I'm, I'm pretty much all about it. I do enjoy myself a nice nice pork. Yeah. All right, keep going. Um, we did... Uh, I didn't get any actual pictures of it, I suppose. We're going to have to do that. Um, did we talk about this or we just filmed the video? We did not talk about what we got in our shipments. Did no. Did not? No. We just filmed no. the videos for We got it. two boxes of um, PR from two wonderful cider companies. We got a... Um, we got two four-packs from 1911 established. Yes. Um... And they're from Lafayette, New York. Lafayette, New York. We got one four pack that was their Imperial Cider. It's called Empire, I believe. Yes. And then another one that's called Lafayette. Lafayette. Oddly enough. Tall cans. They also sent us coasters and stickers. Um, we also got a another shipment from um Cider Creek. Cider Creek, thank hard you. Cider. I was going to call them Cider Works. Cider Creek Hard Cider. Um, you guys ever think about changing your name to Cider Works? <laughs> I just want to say that. Jeff yeah. had reached out to them to ask them a question about something that he, he had seen um, some of their products not being refrigerated when at a local, local liquor store when 
it says very clearly on the can like keep cold yeah. and he and before jeff bought it he like was like i want to double check with them and see like if this is kosher or not because he bought beer recently that was supposed to be kept cold and it fucking tasted terrible yeah i had to wind up returning that and it's just an ongoing dilemma like if companies are caring enough to put on their cans keep cold to keep it cold i i, I think that's kind of important they're paying to get it printed that way for a reason it's not just for shits and giggles um but uh jeff had like a nice conversation with the owner yes and, and had cider maker. an original cider maker so i don't know if he does not do it anymore and he has brought somebody else in to do that because he introduced himself as the owner and the original head cider maker what was his name kevin kevin that's what i thought i just wanted to make sure before i said that and um we've been a big fan of cider creek for a couple of years ever since we stumbled upon them um we haven't really had anything that they put out that we haven't liked um and they sent us to uh, mixed four packs with eight different flavors some we've had some we haven't and we're super appreciative and super excited and again it was the two mixed four packs and then cider stickers and coasters yeah and so. i'm excited for some of the ones we haven't had because a couple of them we have had before but i'm excited about the floor is guava uh pineapple mm-hmm. coconut which is the variety that um made me message them in the first place when I saw that being sold here in New Jersey because up until recently they hadn't been sold in New Jersey. You couldn't find them in uh, stores. Mm-hmm. Oh boy. Sorry, I blow my nose. Um, so you couldn't find them in stores in New Jersey and they just I just recently uh, noticed them being carried at Total Wine within the last probably three or four months maybe. And... Um, so I went to another place and I saw some other varieties from them and I was like, well, we never had that pineapple coconut. But then I ran into the whole keep cold thing. So that's why, you know, I messaged them. So, so they sent us that. And then also uh, an apple pie one called home slice that they just came out with. And I was very excited about getting that as well. Cause I definitely want to try them all, uh, soon. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so again, super appreciative. Nineteen Eleven and Cider Creek, like it. Oh, that's like on the main road. Um, it means so much to have a company send us cider or anything really. Um, super appreciative of that. Um, and if you're hearing this and. Uh, and you'd like to see the video we made of unboxing both boxes. You can check that out on our YouTube. Our YouTube is Pumpkin and Peach Podcast. Um, and if you go to any of our social media, there'll be a link tree that'll take you everywhere you need to go. And if you do watch that video, go comment on it and drop an apple to let us know you listen to this. And I then just dropped the microphone and uh, made a big old wave. So, in case you didn't hear that, go to go watch our YouTube video and comment an apple, so we know that you heard it here and you went there. Just so we know. Um. 
Pete. Well, we went uh, we went on a drive recently. Uh, Peach bought a cricket. Yeah. Um. So I've been going back and forth for far too long, many years, about buying a cricket. Um. If you don't know what a cricket is, it's it, a little insect. <laughs> it's like a a decal cutter. Like back in the day, when they first came out. You would buy like cartridges, you would buy the machine, and then you would buy cartridges. Can you bring over my water bottle if it's in the kitchen? I don't know what happened to it. I thought I put it on the table. Thank you. Um, you would buy a, like a, a standard machine and then you would buy cartridges and like each cartridges had different fonts or different shapes or whatever. Well, they've come a long way and now it's just a machine that... And it varies in size and ability because different machines do different things. Um, I don't know what I... Is it? I. Oh, boy. Thank you. I appreciate it. Um, uh, I don't know where it was. Oh, um, they vary in size and ability to do stuff. Um, the fancier machines can, like, etch glass. They can cut wood they can etch metal like they're just super fancy i bought a small one it's the cricket joy um when i was home for the past month or whatever on disability i was like looking for one on facebook marketplace because i was like you know there's a bunch of stuff that you can do with that make wedding invitations, save the date, stuff like that, stuff that we're going to need soon. And I was like, well, I could get one of those and play around with it because I have nothing but time. But I was never able to find one that was, like, worth it because they're about $150 brand new, the machine that I got. The other ones are, like, upwards between, like, $250 and, like, $500 for, like, the really fancy one. Well, I stumbled across this one listing um where she was asking $150 for it and it was the machine and like six mats and a whole bunch of the vinyl that you cut with it and transfer tape and card stock and just like a whole bunch of stuff and I messaged her and I was like hey like what's the best price would you do a hundred and like we went back and forth and she was like well I've got a, a, a bunch of other people and I was like well I can come pick it up tonight like I can pick it up tonight and she was like oh okay all right done so it was about a 45 minute drive one way and Jeff nicely came with me and um we went and picked it up and I like Venmoed her and her husband gave me the bag and she threw in extra stuff and I've used it a couple of times already it works great it's a lot of fun um so I have a new little toy to play with but yeah so do you know what's next offhand Jeffrey no oh well while we were down because I had I picked up the cricket in Tom's River and while we were driving there, we drove past a convenient, no, a strip mall that had a buy right liquor store in it. And Jeff is looking for um, the Dell's iced tea, hard iced tea. And for some odd reason, it doesn't come around our area, but it does come to the shore, the Jersey Shore. And Tom's River is near the shore. So he is like, could we stop in there? 
So I was like, yeah, and we stopped in, and they unfortunately did not have it. But while we were there, we did stumble across something else. But we we were hesitant, and we ended up not buying it. But it's um, a cocktail in a can called Pirate Water. And they had four different varieties. They had a margarita, a Bahama Mama, a Miami Vice, and a Sex on the Beach. Yes. Yeah. Um, I want to say it was like maybe... Six to eight percent alcohol. Ten percent. Oh, ten percent. Okay. Yeah. It's like a malt beverage, so like comparable to like a Schmirnoff ice or something like that. But um we've been burned by it so many I mean, granted it was like on clearance. Yeah, it was on so clearance. So it was like six ninety nine for four tall cans. But that also like made us hesitant because it's like, why is it on clearance? If it tasted good, wouldn't people I mean, have bought more of it? I guess it just wasn't selling there. I mean, it's not like it's not a thing that's not around anymore. So I went and checked out their social media <laughs> and they still post stuff like on their Instagram and things. So I don't know. I, I I'm kind of wishing we had bought it because. I just want to try it now, and I haven't seen it anywhere else. So, um, and for that cheap, you know, that'd mm-hmm. probably be the way to try it. I mean, because you could be buying if you bought each four pack, you're paying six ninety nine. So that's basically what you'd pay for like a drink out somewhere for one. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it just it would just suck that if you bought it and they sucked, you're you're left with all those cans that you're not going to drink. But you still didn't pay a lot for them. Am I right, Peach? Yes. <laughs> Go. Well, was, I'm asking you, right? right? Right, what? About the pirate water. I don't know. Those canned cocktails, I'm just so hesitant because... It's so easy for them to be so bad, and then, like, you're stuck with shit. I don't know. I I think, in my personal opinion, the safe bet would have been a margarita, but it's also very easy to mess up a margarita. Yeah, it's just, I don't know. I'm curious, and that would have been the best way to try it for that cheap. Mm-hmm. Again, it would just suck that if you bought them and you drank them, and then you were like... I don't like any of these. You're still left with three cans of each, mm-hmm. which is like 12 cans of stuff that, what the fuck are you going to do with it? Mm-hmm. Um, and I believe when we got home that night, we had some uh, nuggets of love. Yeah. Um, it was super late by the time we got home because like I said, it was 45 minutes one way. So like an hour and a half round trip and, Jeff, I didn't go until Jeff got home, so that was like six fifteen. So um, we got home like around eight thirty, eight forty-five, and we still needed to eat dinner. And I was like, "Well, we have those nuggets of love that we got because um, Tyson's been coming out with uh, shaped nuggets at Halloween time. They came out. They had bats, pumpkins, and ghosts. And then they were for, spooky nuggets. Yeah, spooky nuggets. And for Valentine's Day, they came out with heart-shaped nuggets. So, is it necessary? No. But it's fun. It is fun. So we had nuggets and fries. We did. Which, you know, is a great dinner. <coughs> and I'm not being sarcastic about that at all. Like, it's a little kid dinner, but it's delicious. I agree. Um, and then, um, 
let's see. I went to Total Wine and I picked up, well, I picked up some stuff that we'll talk about when we actually tried it, but we had talked about uh, last year, last October, we went down for Monster Media and we stopped at Total Wine in Delaware and we picked up a bottle of tequila that was in a ghost bottle, like it was shaped like a ghost. Mm-hmm. And um, I can't really remember what we paid for there. I think it was around between forty and fifty bucks for the bottle. I'm pretty sure it was fifty nine. I don't know. I feel like it was like fifty bucks, like forty nine ninety nine, around fifty. So, and even though it it said it wasn't available at our total one here closer to where we live. I had, after we came back, I had seen it there. Uh, they had like three bottles of it. And I was like, well, that sucks. Cause they said, but it was more expensive at that point. It was like 60, I think between 60 and 70, uh, for, I'm like, well, it's more expensive here. And then just recently when I was in there, um, I just happened to walk by it and the price tag on it now says it's ninety eight ninety nine. And I just don't understand how it's shot up in price and now it's that expensive. Uh, I'm just kind of confused as to what happened. What do you think, Peach? I don't know. I think it's supply and demand. And, like, I hate to say that, but, like, it was just National Margarita Day and Cinco de Mayo is coming up. And... Like, I I would hope that businesses don't jack the price up that much, but I really think, like, it wouldn't be out of the realm of possibility, especially such a fun bottle. Like, I don't know what it is about Tequila Man, but they, they have the coolest bottle shapes out of any liquor. Like, the fucking tequila makers are like, make it up, make it a, um... What's it called? A heart? The. It's not like a heart shape. It's a anatomically correct heart. Make that in a glass bottle and and stain it red and fill it with tequila. Make a ceramic ghost and fill it with tequila. Make a ceramic skeleton and give him a fun sombrero cap. Boom. We got some fancy tequila. Like tequila bottles are just where it's at. Especially, like, if you want something fun. I mean, there's Crystal Head Skull, Crystal Skull Vodka, Crystal Head, what is this called? Bless you. Thanks. I was making it go away. I don't want it to go away. I want it to come out. Wow, you didn't need to yell like that. Well, I don't know why you would do that. That's not cool. What is the name of that vodka? Dan Ackward's vodka. Crystal Head Vodka. Yeah. And, like, that's fun. But most... Or crystal skull. One of those things. Yeah, it's something. You know. If you know, you know. If you don't, oh well. But, um... Yeah. But I really do think, because, like, it was just National Margarita Day, so I definitely think they bumped the price up for that. And it's also... It's a cool bottle. So. Yeah, I'm just... I don't know. I mean, I guess we'll never find out what the deal is but super expensive now we already have it so it doesn't matter they can charge five hundred dollars a bottle we already have ours true true because i mean 
not for nothing, but it it's not like fancy, fancy tequila or anything like that. And I don't know. I mean, we did some shots of it, uh, but I'm not a big fan of like just straight tequila. And I we made margaritas with it, did we not? Yeah, they were good. I mean. There's definitely a difference between, like, bottom shelf tequila and, like, tequila, like, I don't know. I don't even want to say, like, Jose Cuervo. I guess, like, you can tell the difference between, like, a bottom shelf of Jose Cuervo and a Patron. Like, just the smoothness of it. So, I'd I'd say that this is a couple of steps above Jose, maybe. But, you know, we're not taking shots of tequila, typically. Typically, if we're doing tequila, we're putting it in a margarita, and you don't need fancy tequila for that. You, Jose Cuervo will do you just good, just fine. It's true. Like it, I really feel like when like the the top shelf liquor, when it comes to like tequila or vodka or scotch or whatever, like that only matters because. Typically with that stuff, I don't know if people drink vodka on the rocks or just vodka neat or whatever or gin, but that's typically where people want like a smooth drink because they're drinking it without a mixer. Like if you're putting like fancy top shelf tequila into a margarita, you're kind of wasting it because I mean, while your margarita is going to taste good. Like, the margarita mix is not top shelf. It's whatever they would put with their house tequila. So, I don't know. (laughs) What she said. Like, that's just my opinion. I could be wrong on that, but, like, I wouldn't pay for fancy stuff to go into a mixed drink. There's just no point. I don't know where we're at. Is that you, Dad? Yeah, I'm done. My tequila talk is done. So, I also, on Friday, I went to stop by. Uh, there's a brewery near us in Cherry Hill called Forgotten Boardwalk. Um, and apparently their landlord is a real big scumbag. And uh, their landlord and the other uh, business or entity that also shares the building with them so they weren't able to renegotiate their lease because the landlord uh, and the other entity in the building kind of like fucked them over and did a deal and didn't let them like, you know, be able to re-up their lease. So they're going to be closing at the end of this month. Thursday is their last day being open. And they usually do this thing called Furkin Friday where they will do like a special beer uh, utilizing one of their uh, beers that they, you know, make all the time, but they'll do something special to it. Uh, this Friday they were doing, uh, they have a wheat beer called What the Butler Saw, but they made it like a peaches and cream edition. And um, I wanted to go and try that out. So I went there uh, to try that, and I did try that. And it was very good. Uh, I enjoyed it. I give it 4.25 out of 5. Uh, very tasty. And then uh, I tried another one from them called the Honeycomb Ride, which was a stout um, honey dip chocolate stout 
9% alcohol. I gave it a 3.75 out of 5. It was nice. had a nice chocolate and honey flavor. But still had that little bit of a bitterness that I don't like in stouts. And uh, that's why I gave it a little bit of a lower score. And then I tried. They had a... They have one called uh, a tightrope walker, which is their, um, I believe it's a Baltic Porter, and they do different versions of that. And this one, they had a Cinnabon bourbon barrel-aged one. And uh, aroma of baker's chocolate and roasted malts give way to a flavor of dark fruits and caramel, which was then aged in bourbon barrels for that added booze touch. Um... It was very tasty. I gave it a 4.5 out of 5. I liked it a lot. Um, they have a peanut butter one as well, but I didn't try that one when I was there because I didn't want to try too many. Uh, especially since they were kind of on the higher uh, alcohol side. So, um, I don't know. I probably will not get to try those because they're going to be closing on Thursday and uh, probably not going to get there. I might go there Thursday night, I suppose, but that would kind of suck because if that's their last day, I feel like they're going to be crowded with people. So probably not then. Um, yeah, but all those ones I, I really did like. Oh, boy. Oh, excuse me again. I just, it really sucks. And I just feel like I'm leaking like crazy right now Ooh. and it sucks because again I wasn't like this at all at work today um, and it's just oh you're home cool uh, well you're trying to enjoy your time no you're going to feel like crap again because I was feeling like crap last night and felt congested and it was blowing my nose like crazy and I was like oh shit that's going to suck going to work I went to work totally fine was able to work fine my nose wasn't running like this. I didn't feel congested. Moving around, like, my airways kind of opened up. Um, so, kind of sucks that when you go home and you want to relax, uh, you start to feel like crap again. Mm -hmm. um, so, there was that. Um, then we went back to Total Wine because we were going to... We went... Peach came home and we went to the store... To get some, we went to shop right to get some cod. Yeah, so uh, we, cod was on sale in the grocery store that we shop at um, this week. And fish is one of those things where, like, it's best to eat it fresh, like, and not have it like sit around. And again, not having it stink up your refrigerator. Yeah, who really wants to have fish stinking up your refrigerator for forever? Um, but so I had said to Jeff, like, well, if that's what we're going to do on Friday, then I'll just pick it up after work. And he was like, all right, if that's what you want to do. And when I got done work at three, I was like, Hey, do you want to come with me? And we went to the grocery store. I also picked up some other stuff while we were there, stuff that was on sale that was, so, like, the sales at our local grocery store run Sunday to Saturday. So, like, the new sale starts every Sunday. That's why we go grocery shopping on Sundays. And I fucking hate it. I hate it. I hate it. I hate it. Hate that we go grocery shopping on Sundays. Because, like, my ideal Sunday is to not have to do anything or go anywhere and just be home all day. Because, like, you know, you get the Sunday scaries. Because... 
I, I don't know if you don't know what that is it, it's like because you know you have work the next day Sunday scaries yep but yeah okay what happened keep going with the car oh, so we went to our local grocery store which is close to us and got a bunch of other stuff went to go pick up the cod because you know again it's the last thing you want to grab so you're not walking around with fish getting warm it in the cart and our grocery store did not have any so lucky for us there are many shop rights in close proximity so i suggested to jeff that we go to one of the other ones we went there they did have it we were able to get it and we also had to stop by a liquor store because we needed to get um a beer um because we were making a beer battered cod so i was making fish and chips oh excuse me so uh jeff picked out a what was it moosehead lager yeah that's canadian beer yes um and it it's like a lot yeah it's a lager and uh the recipe that jeff found for me because i had told jeff i was like i will make it and he was like well how are you gonna make it and i was like well i was just gonna look up a recipe on pinterest or google um comparable to you know what we did the last time and he was like oh um so like just seasoned and baked and i was like well that's what i was thinking and he was like well i i'd like a fish and chips type of fish and i was like okay will you find me a recipe so he looked i don't know where he found it i guess google and um he sent it to me or tried to send it to me unsuccessfully but then i finally did get it and it like walked you through like everything you have to do and it was for the air fryer which is great because you know not frying stuff in oil is fantastic because it makes it greasy and all of that doing it in the oil but here's where the recipe lost me so the air fryer is wonderful but this is like the one thing it doesn't get it doesn't brown things unless there is some form of fat, butter, oil, cooking spray, what have you, to coat the outside so it does that. Well, this recipe was put the fit beer like beer batter the fish, put it on parchment paper, put it in the air fryer, and then liberally coat the entire piece of fish with cooking spray and it's like well the whole point of the air fryer is to avoid that excess oil and it's like if i'm adding all of this oil and like they wanted you to spray it twice so like you would have to open the air fryer up midway through cooking and spray it again and i'm like i don't love this idea but i did three pieces like that because it told you to like cut up the fish in like x amount of um inch pieces or whatever so i did that with what i had and you dry it off and then dredge it in flour and cornstarch and then dip it in the beer batter and whatnot and i did three pieces and while it did cook and it was super tender and super tasty the 
the breading did not really stay on it. It didn't brown. It didn't crisp. It was just kind of like soggy. And I'm like, fuck this. I'm not doing it. So I took the fit, the three pieces that I made, that I made in the air fryer out, put them on a plate and set them to the side. I put the homemade French fries back in the air fryer for their like second go around. And I was like, I'm just going to do it on the stove. So I put a little bit of vegetable oil in a pan and pan fried it. It was so good. So good. So definitely a good recipe, just not in the air fryer. Because like the little bit of vegetable oil that I did actually use to cook them in, like I had feel like it's maybe only a little bit more than what I what I would have been spraying them down with. And to me, that's just gross. Yeah, I thought that was weird when I was looking up the recipe. They were like, just keep spraying it down. Like when you flip it and spray a lot. Like, I don't think I want that much cooking spray sprayed on my food. Like I'm, you're supposed to spray it on stuff for it not to stick, not like... To brown it. Coat it down with it. You yeah, know? and it's like cooking spray. Like I, I get that like cooking spray and like vegetable oil are comparable or whatever and like that's what i have i have like the shop right version of pam which is just like vegetable oil in a can but it's like i don't know i just feel like regular vegetable oil is just better than like the spray i have it because you need it sometimes but for this i was just like fuck it and like it worked out so much better doing them in the pan and like the breading stuck. It got like that nice, like light and airy and crispy texture to it. The fish cooked really well. Um, and I did, and this is where like the air fryer comes in handy because I didn't want to leave the fish in the oil for forever soaking up all the oil. So I would just cook the outside and get like the coating, like the, the breading cooked and nice and golden brown and then I did finish cooking them in the air fryer so it wasn't sitting in the the oil for all that long so that was nice but um yeah all in all good recipe just not for the air fryer yeah I wish it had worked out better for the air fryer aspect of it but mm -hmm. uh what are you gonna do I thought it was very tasty I enjoyed it I was dip mine in a combination of ketchup and sriracha. Uh, I enjoyed I tartar sauce. I enjoyed the whole meal. I would definitely eat it again. Um, I think I enjoyed it more than when we tried the salmon and the tilapia. Mm -hmm. So, uh, but you know, uh, out of all three, I would look forward to eating that meal again. Like the rest, yeah, I could eat it. And depending on my mood... Maybe it might be better than the other time I've had it or whatever, but that would be something that I'd be like, hey, let's put that on the menu. Like, I want to have that again. Mm -hmm. So I enjoyed it. And I was happy about that. I mean, and I even ate the leftovers mm -hmm. for lunch. There was two pieces left over, and I, you know, ate them, and it was happy, and they tasted good still. So uh definitely a win on that one i'm very surprised i never thought i'd be eating fish again in my life um mm -hmm. but yet here we are um i did try i picked up when i did go to total wine uh sweet baby banana from duclaw brewing company it's a porter they're um out of baltimore maryland i've had a lot of stuff from duclaw um 
6.2% alcohol. Enjoy this enticing encore to our original heavy leaf favorite. This addition of sweet banana to our smooth and creamy chocolate peanut butter experience will have you ready to exclaim a new name. Uh, 2.75 out of 5. As much as I would have liked these, like the Sweet Baby Jesus was the chocolate peanut butter, Sweet Baby Banana, there was a raspberry one. I'm just not digging these. And I keep trying them in hopes that I'll like hit one that I'm like, yeah. And I know people love these, but so far I've just never, I've not been a fan of any of these ones that I've tried. They're not ones that I would go drink again, that I would spend money on again. Uh, maybe if somebody handed me one, I would drink it, but it's definitely not something I would go back to being like, yeah, I'm looking forward to drinking this, which is unfortunate. Uh, I, I want to like them, but it's just not happening. Uh, we, uh, let's see. We popped open a bottle. I'm not sure what that was, that Halloween bottle. Of whatever Prosecco was it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, my friend Kate had come over, um, I don't know, about a month ago. Uh, yeah, beginning of February. It was like the second. Yeah. Um, and she had brought all sorts of <laughs> surprises and gifts. Um, she got me a Hello Kitty tray and a bottle of Snoop Dogg wine. And she brought Pez dispensers for me and Jeff, little fun Halloween ones and yeah. little cute pens. Um, but she also brought over a bottle of like Halloween Prosecco and super cute bottle, super fun. Um, well, over the weekend, um, I had said to Jeff, I'm like, we have that peach Bellini mix and the Prosecco, like, do you want a peach Bellini? And he was like, sure. So I like threw that in the... Uh, freezer while I made breakfast and we had them and while Jeff went a little lighter on the peach bellini mix because that stuff is filled with sugar yeah like any of the pre-mix drinks it's a little insane how much sugar they do have in them yeah for like a serving which is like what was it a like quarter two of out. a cup it was yeah for a quarter of a cup it's like 46% of your daily sugar which is like Horrendous. So if you have two of those drinks, like that's your fucking sugar for the day. Yeah. Like that's and and the, like, just that small amount of. And what that's you're not getting. even counting the sugar that's in the actual Prosecco. Yeah. Or anything else you eat yeah. for the rest of the fucking day. So um, we did. We each had two, uh, two peach bellinis. Super delicious. Um, so thanks, Kate, for that. And. Uh, hopefully you're not bummed that I drank that because she had given it to me because we were supposed to have like a cookie baking night back around Christmas, but that never happened. So if she does come over, I'll have to get another bottle of something because they do have that every year. I've seen it before, but I think the print is different every year because I don't remember it looking this way. But, but it's, it's a nice bottle. Like mm -hmm. it's etched, like printed on there. It's not like a label or anything like that. Yeah. Um, and then for breakfast that morning, it was very tasty peach, maybe some very tasty sweet potato home fries that were spicy. Mm -hmm. They were very tasty. She puts a, a nice signature blend of mine on things that yeah. I like. Jeff, um, was doing like lunch meat sandwiches and like just lunch meat in general for a long, long time. Well, I guess maybe since the beginning of us living 
in the apartment. I don't really remember what you ate beforehand when we lived back at the house, what you ate for lunch. Uh, kind of the same thing. I would, we would get lunch meat. Yeah, I yeah, I've been eating lunch meat for like a long time. For yeah, um, well, you know, he just wants to watch his sodium intake, so he's been doing chicken, uh, chicken and salads instead. And um, I've been making the chicken on Sundays, so it's like fresh for the whole week. Um, and he likes food spicy, and you know, you got to give the chicken some flavor because eating flavorless baked chicken's no good. So I, yesterday, while I was making stuff, or I guess maybe Saturday I made it, I asked him to get me out um, one of the little mason jars I have, and I, well, excuse me, measured out a little blend, and it actually worked out really well, and I used that for the um, home fries or hash browns, whatever you want to call it, to test it out, and he really liked it, and I made it with, I used it on his chicken yesterday and you like the chicken yeah very tasty yeah so (laughs) it's pumpkins spice so not pumpkin spice but pumpkins spice yeah it's a different kind of spice (laughs) yeah so if you ever try it uh, you might be surprised to think it's one thing and it's not (laughs) um and then uh so saturday we'd got in our head um because saturday was from the uh American Cider Association. They've been uh, doing this thing every year on February 24th. I think it's this was the fourth year, perhaps, where it's uh, open that cider bottle. It's a hashtag you use, and it's like, oh, uh, take this day to open that bottle of cider that you've been saving or that one you haven't tried yet or pick up a new bottle, something like that. I mean, I know that's if you have, like, Places that carry fancier stuff, as we we say, fancy. Um, or if you're near a cidery that, you know, bottles theirs. Because most of the stuff you're going to get in the store, even stuff that's, you know, not your run-of-the-mill stuff, is usually coming in, like, regular bottles, like 12-ounce bottles or, like, cans. Um, so you don't always have that bottle to pop. But, I mean, it's just a symbolic kind of thing. So I was like, well, what could we do... Um, and I was looking on this uh, cider map guide that we have. Uh, it's a website you can go to. And this thing popped up of a place in Philadelphia that I had never seen pop up on the map before. We'd never you know, heard of it, even though um, last year we had gone, um, or was it the year before? When was that? When we went to Cider Valley. Because it wasn't why we've been living Cider here. Cider was last summer. Cider, Cider Valley. Valley was last summer. Yeah. Yeah. So they finally opened up in Philadelphia. And this place is like right down the street from them. Still had no idea it existed even then. Didn't see it. I guess we didn't. Maybe we didn't go buy it. Um, but on the same street, literally like eight minutes apart. Mm-hmm. And uh, I found this place and I was like, all right, we should go check this place out because we've never been there. Uh, and apparently they've been around since like 2017-ish, and we had no idea they existed. they existed. Yeah, and it was kind of one of those things where it's like, well, we didn't have anything planned today, so why not do this? And like, yes, we're not quote-unquote popping open a bottle, but you know, 
we're popping open a new cider house to yeah. us, new to us. Yeah. Um, so we went, it took us about 45 minutes to get there. Um, we went over the Tacony Palmyra Bridge. Yes. Um, and drove through some not great parts of Philly. Yeah, Philly is always kind of a sucks. A pain to drive through. Yeah. Um, but got there, parked, super easy, parking on the street. Some of it's pay parking. Where we parked was not, which was nice. Um, or so we assumed because we didn't see any signs and we didn't get a ticket. Yeah, so. <laughs> thankfully. Yeah. Um, did have some issues when we first did park. Jeff thought we were going to get shot. Well, Peach always yells at me to not, like, when we're in certain areas, don't point, don't do this. So this person comes out, and yes, that person was in the wrong. They were coming out, and they weren't looking. But Peach slams on her horn and, like, starts waving her hands, and she's like, what the fuck? Because they, like, they came within, like, inches of, like, slamming right into my car, like, T-boning me, because they were just blowing through a stop sign. Come to find out they were a fucking Uber or Lyft or some shit. And just parked right in the middle of the fucking street behind me. And Jeff's like, what the fuck, Peach? What did you do? Now we're going to get shot. Hey, you never know. People are fucking crazy I these mean, days. I mean, it's true. I don't want to end up just another fucking statistic in a story where somebody's going to be like, and this happened and people get sh- shot today over the stupidest shit. Yeah. And it's like, what are you going to do? You can't. Hey, if it comes down to like a fight, sure, I'll fist fight someone. But you can't punch a bullet. Like, if somebody pulls out a gun, it's kind of like, you're kind of fucked. Yeah, so when the people that they were picking up got in and they drove off, we got out of the car. Because, you know, I'm not trying to be confrontational, but, like, they need to know that they were in the fucking wrong. And it's like, okay, you're not from there or whatever, and you're following a GPS. Hey, friend, me either. Like, you have a stop sign and I don't. So... I was driving like straight down the road and you're coming onto the road. You need to stop and wait. But, um, so we get parked, we walk up, super cute, take some pictures, you know, have to do the whole thing for, for the podcast, like for you guys to show you everything. Super cute location. Go in. It's so cute inside. Just little chairs and tables set up. It gave me like, um, like coffee or tea house vibes. And, like, the outside, the building looks like a decent size, but where you can actually sit is kind of small. Yeah. It's not a very big uh, place. Maybe it has, like, I don't know, not, a, not about ten yeah, places to sit. You know, tables, some yeah. chairs and stuff. And they have, like, a bar area. Yeah, so we got sat. They do offer food. Um, they had seven ciders to choose from. Right? Um, no, eight. They had six. They had three oh, that's right. three standards and three seasonals. Uh, we didn't even try the hot spice apple cider over there. You got the hot chocolate. Yeah, I got the hot chocolate. But, um... Oh, uh, well, because it's a reason to go back. Yeah. So, they have... Um, so, read them off. So... They're small batch hard ciders crafted in-house featuring fresh-pressed Pennsylvania apples, gluten-free, all-natural, dry profile. They're all 7% alcohol. Uh, the standards, uh, their mainstay flavors available all year long. They have a traditional, 
Their standard take on a classic traditional cider enjoy a crisp, dry profile with wine-like notes. So that was that one, the traditional. Uh, it did have wine flavor to me, uh, and it was very dry, but it had a nice apple flavor. Um, so their traditional, I gave a three out of five. Did you check in anything you want yeah, to talk check, about that? Yeah, well, I, I can't I, look up what you did. Well, you typically do. You typically can look at and see what I. Well, I don't want to. Uh, so you did a three out of five. Yeah, it was good. Um, this had a very like the middle notes were very comparable to like a cider you would get at a farm stand, like that type of cider. But then the end was like a little funky. Funky. And again, not a bad thing. Just. It wasn't my favorite I've ever had. Uh, then they had a tart cherry, sharp cherry, tannin flavors, and a dry, bright profile. Um, this one I liked a lot. It had a nice cherry flavor. Uh, I gave it a 4.5 out of 5. And Peach gave it a 4 out of 5. This was very good. As cherry ciders go, there was no... Um, no medicinal taste it did not taste like cough syrup in any way this had like a nice tart cherry flavor without being overly sour um very tasty and then they had one uh well we'll get to that one uh they had one this this is part of their seasonal it was bourbon and bitters uh our house traditional cider aged with french oak and a touch of bourbon and aromatic bitters um, I like again I, I've talked about this I've found myself I'm not the biggest bourbon fan I would say but bourbon aged stuff stuff that has bourbon in it bourbon barrel aged stuff I find myself myself liking it more than I would thought that I would um, I gave this a 4.25 out of 5 uh, I thought it was really good uh, Peach gave it a 4.5 out of 5 this was delicious it tasted like a cocktail, not just a cider. Yeah, because it had that bourbon taste. Yes, it it was so tasty. What I had said to Jeff when I, as soon as I was drinking it, I was like, this would be so good, like this flavor, like if it was warm or like in a warm cider, like add that to a warm cider. It was, it was so good. Uh, it honestly, like I, I rated a 4.5. I honestly should have put it at a five because I really did enjoy it. Yeah, and they also, they, part of their standards was a very ginger, our flagship traditional cider with fresh ginger juice and a touch of honey. And as part of their seasonals was a blood orange, a zesty blend of blood orange and citra hops with a hint of bright, sweet citrus flavors. Now, they had flights uh, where you could sample four flavors. They had a standard one where you did three of their, stand, you could get three of their standard ciders and one seasonal flavor. Or they had another one where you could pick four, um, that you could do three of the, um, or you could do any choice that you wanted to. You got four of them, but you could mix and match seasonal and standard. Like, you didn't have to stick to a certain amount of each. And we wanted to try everything, because that's what we like to do when we go to places. So Peach had asked, and the waitress... Uh, our server, she was very nice and she was like, well, I can do this. And which ones do you think that you'd like more or not? Like we were like, well, the blood orange and the ginger, we're not really sure about. And she's like, well, I can give you a flight of the other ones and then give you like two little samples 
of the other two. Mm-hmm. But I guess somewhere the communication kind of dropped, fell apart because the guy pouring the ciders and that brought it to our table, he mixed them together because I guess he thought that's what we wanted. So there was the ginger and the blood orange. They were mixed together. So we didn't really get to taste them separately to see how they tasted uh, separately. So I guess that'll be another thing we'll have to try when we go back um, to try them separately. We tried them together, which wasn't too bad, uh, but it doesn't really give you that individual flavor and to see what they taste like separately. And then in the seasonal section, they have Maker's Choice, limited availability, small batch rotating cider varieties curated by our in-house cider maker, Kate Kaman, I guess, or Kaman, I don't know, it's K-A-M-A-N, I don't know how you pronounce that. Yeah, I'm not sure. So that, this time, was uh, in honor of Black History Month, it was one called Jupiter, and... uh, We tried that, and that was, uh, fucking things got to fuck up when I'm trying to look at shit. Um, so Jupiter is a shandy style specialty cider with a lemon lime twist and compliments of gin back sweetened with fresh apple juice. We both gave this a five out of five. It was delicious. Mm -hmm. It was so good. Um it was bright and fresh and crisp and like the perfect mix of all the flavors five out of five so good we bought a growler of it yeah we're like we're, we're bringing some of this home like we don't need another growler we don't need another growler we didn't bring one with us just in case i don't know if they fill outside growlers but we have so many fucking growlers that mm-hmm. we don't use because we don't really go to too many places anymore and uh we always, and even when we do, we forget to bring them with us. Mm-hmm. So we did that again this time. We didn't bring a couple just in case. And I'm like, well, we got to, like, especially since this is like limited availability. Because mm-hmm. uh, I, I asked why we were there, and our server said, she was like, oh, well, the maker's choice, that usually rotates very often. Like maybe every two weeks or so, there's a new one. Um, so again, like I said, definitely gives us a reason to go back. Because they have some other stuff. Like I said, we didn't try the hot spice cider. Um, they also have a, a cider house mule cocktail, lime and house made ginger hard cider combined for this patron inspired take on a Moscow mule. Um, and uh, they have other stuff, but we also want to go back whenever they have new flavors that we haven't tried or varieties. I definitely want to go back and check them out again. They're not super far away. Um, we really did enjoy them. Um, and definitely want to try their food sometime, too, because I'm, I'm sure that probably is pretty tasty as well. Yeah. Um, so I had their boozy hot chocolate because Jeff ordered uh, like an actual glass of um i got the bourbon and bitters yeah a glass of that a cup well they they serve them by the cup but it's a pretty i don't know what the ounceage is but it was like a tall glass it was a good amount um and they're all their stuff is reasonably priced like the a cup of their traditional cider is five dollars uh their other two uh standards the tart cherry and the ginger are six dollars for a cup um and the seasonals are seven dollars the bourbon and bitters and the blood orange and the only thing that was a little bit more expensive was the maker's choice that was eight dollars but still 
very reasonably priced, I, I think, for what you get. It was a good a pour. Like mm-hmm. I said, I'm not sure how what the ounce is uh, on the cups, but uh, I, I felt satisfied with the amount you got for what you were paying. Yeah, better than some places. The hot chocolate I got, um, you could either get it with rum or with spiced rum or vodka. I asked uh, our waitress, I was like, what do you suggest? And she's like, personally, I like it with a spiced rum because it's like a spiced hot chocolate. And I was like, all right, I'll go with your suggestion. Um, it was like um, a little bit rounder than like a double shot glass. But like that's about as high as it was. And this hot chocolate was so thick and so spicy but like not spicy like peppery spicy like spicy like nutmeg and ginger and cinnamon spicy and it came topped with a little marshmallow super cute it was so tasty i I guess it was like a mexican hot chocolate maybe yeah i had a sip it was very very tasty super thick super decadent like really delicious and like the perfect amount i feel like if it had been any more, like any bigger of a cup, it I wouldn't have been able to drink it. And they even sell non-alcoholic sweet apple cider. Yeah. And you could get growlers of that to go if you just mm-hmm. wanted like apple cider. I'd be know. curious to see what that tasted like just to see. Well, it's only $3 a cup for that and okay. uh, $17 for a growler fill. Like mm. that includes the glass, Yeah, uh, the growler. Because all the other uh, ciders, we got the Maker's Choice, so that was $31 for the, the growler and the fill, and I believe it's 64 ounces. So, I mean, that's a good that's a good deal, I, I think. And then mm-hmm. when you go back, the fill is, uh, the refill is only $25, and that's what it is for all of the seasonals. Uh, the standards are... $20 for a refill and $18 for the traditional. And uh, so, yeah, they all they have, you know, decent uh, prices. prices for what you're getting. And mm-hmm. everything is very, very good. We are very glad that we went there. Very glad to try them finally and know now that they existed. And it's a place that we definitely see ourselves going back to. Mm-hmm. Uh often as far as when they come out with new stuff that we'll want to try mm-hmm. and while these ciders had a drier profile they weren't dry to the point where like yeah it's not enjoyable because jeff and i do tend to like a sweeter cider but, but these were very enjoyable like yeah. i wasn't even like oh these aren't sweet enough for me they were like these are great tasting ciders yeah. like yes they're they're dry a dry profile the drier side but they had great flavor mm-hmm. yeah the only cider that we had that i would have liked if it had been like a touch sweeter is the cherry one and i only and i again with the cherry you walk such a fine line because i feel like the sweeter it gets the closer to that like medicinal taste it can get yeah but i think overall this was definitely a big win yeah Uh, we were super excited to try something new but you also Mm -hmm. still have that hesitancy that you're like well what if we don't like it Mm -hmm. but 
That I mean, was all, you know, just thrown out the window with this one. As soon as we started tasting them, we were like, this stuff's really good. Yeah. And we were going to stop by Cider Belly because they're only eight minutes apart, but they didn't have anything that we hadn't tried the first time we were there. Yeah. So, I mean, yes, we do like to drink things. Again, we don't always have to drink new stuff, but we like trying new stuff. Mm-hmm. And uh, Cider Belly, I believe their stuff is on the dry side as well. And to us, it was a little bit too dry for us. Yeah. So we are always interested in trying something new from them, but the stuff that we have tried from them, it is a little bit too dry for us to go back and like, yeah. hey, we're going to drink stuff we've already had mm-hmm. because it's just not our taste. Mm-hmm. Not saying it's bad again, but just not our taste. Yeah, this is one of those things where it's like a everyone has different likes that's why there are so many different flavors of things because if everyone liked the same thing then we wouldn't need seven thousand different flavors of beer and five thousand different flavors of wine and all the different varieties of liquor like everyone likes different things and if you like a dry cider then i definitely would suggest to check out cider belly yeah and if you like dry cider if you like cider in general (laughs) i would suggest to go check out young american yeah it was very delicious very delicious and like i said i'll definitely be keeping an eye on because now we we follow each other now on instagram Mm -hmm. and facebook and i'll definitely be keeping an eye for when they release new stuff so we can Mm -hmm. go back and try it maybe we can even get up there again after we drink this growler and get one more growler fill up the Jupiter before because it's it's so tasty and it's the flavor combination is something like we've never seen before yeah if you're a cider fan and you live in this area like we've said like hey it's great if you live in this area and listen to us because you might not have known about places if you don't know about this place I would definitely go there as quickly as possible to Mm -hmm. definitely at least Try everything, but at least try the Jupiter before it's gone. Yeah, you know because they might do it again next year or make something similar, but it it'll, it always t- will taste it's different. Taste different. And again, we say that kind of selfishly because it's like we don't want you to go because I'd like to get one more growler. Film yeah, before. that could be the growler that we don't get. <laughs> yeah, but you know but, what? Do yourself a favor. We'll sacrifice that. Yeah, like go. go We've had try our share, like, but yeah, do yourself a favor. Do it. Everyone we had was delicious. Even the combination ginger and blood orange. Like, yeah, those are two flavors that Jeff and I tend to like, not really love. So, like, the combination of the two didn't actually taste bad. No. It was kind of a refreshing, but then it did have, like, that underlying hoppiness from the blood orange. I would just like to know what each one tastes like individually. Yeah. Well, when we go next time, maybe. And everybody was super nice. Our mm-hmm. server, uh, the guy that was pouring, like, I guess the bartender, quote unquote, and he would bring over the stuff to mm-hmm. you. Super nice. Everybody was nice. Um and like Peach said, really cute on the inside, nice decor. They have these really cool apple lights that hung yeah. from the ceiling. It, it's just, it's a super cool building. And like, again, I don't know how much is like authentic, but they have like that, um, the ceiling where it's like um, raised tiles, but it's not tiles, like it's in the ceiling. It's just the little stuff like that so like the building might just be really old and like we were sitting right near the front door and there was like an old school metal radiator that was like pretty like because that used to be like a fixture so 
and it would need to be out. So it was like decorated. I definitely, again, like to go back to drink more and try new stuff, but definitely mm-hmm. like to go back and talk to the people that work there, the cider maker, learn more about the building and the history of the company and like talk and find out all that cool stuff behind like how it all, you know, got started and Mm -hmm. how they started on being what they are now. And if they know, I don't know if they know anything more about the building itself. Maybe and get a tour of. Yeah. Because like part of like, so where the, um, the tasting room part is that's like the front like let's say rectangle of the building and then off to the back right is like a little hallway to go to the bathroom it's got big plate glass windows where you can like look down to like the uh, next floor down and it's like their cider production area yeah you can see so, a tank there yeah like that's cool too yeah like, I took some pictures of that yeah. And, uh, uh, yeah yes so two thumbs up we'll definitely be back we definitely suggest you go check them out um they are what's their address i'm going to tell you okay right about <laughs> fuck you google maps young american uh Hard Cider Tasting Room. It is 6350 Germantown Avenue in Philadelphia. Yeah. So they are closed Mondays and Tuesdays. And Wednesdays and Thursdays, they're open 4 to 9. And Friday and Saturday, they're open 4 to 10. And on Sundays, they're open 4 to 8. Yeah, so go check them out. Um, And if you do check them out, we hope you enjoy it. And if you go to check them out... Tell them we sent you. Oh, yeah. I'm just kidding, but you could do that if you want to. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, definitely check it out. After Young American, like I'd said, we had looked at Cider Belly and looked and seen if uh, they had anything. They did not. Jeff and I had gone to a place, like, more downtown Philly um, a handful of years ago uh, called Cinder Bar. It's since closed. It's not there anymore. But they had had a pretty cool tap list. But again, it's closed. So yeah. I was like, well, there's no, there's nothing really, there's no other draw in, in Philly. So what do you want to do? Yeah, we might have stopped by like original 13, but they're not open anymore, they're unfortunately. Yeah. So that sucks. Um, Yeah, big, big letdown, big loss. Yeah, that, <laughs> I thought you could be like, letdown is not really the way to phrase that yeah a big loss yeah definitely a big loss yeah but um so jeff had seen that armageddon which is a cider place in jersey one of the few that we have um in summerdale had recently put on a keg of their pindemic it's their pineapple cider that came out during the pandemic yeah pineapple cinnamon yes um it's delicious. We tried it when it first came out. We've had it a couple of times since then. So it always comes and goes very quickly. Yes, because it's delicious. Um, but every batch is different. So when I saw that they had this on now, I'm like, well, let's just go there and, and, and see how this one turned out, you know? Yeah, so the drive from Young American to Armageddon, we passed a couple of restaurants and Jeff's like, oh, I wanna go there, I wanna go there. (laughs) We have to make a mental note to go there. And one is like the pub, um, I think that's in Pensacon. Yeah. And then another one was uh, McMillan's Uh, or McMullen's and that's in like Oakland. And as we're driving there, um, 
we were like talking about dinner because at this point it's getting close to dinner time and both of us are hungry and Jeff's like oh I don't know I don't know and I was like well I'll look up the pub's menu and see because like I've never been there before either and Jeff went to the bathroom and then went and got us two ciders and which we had the pandemic and it was very tasty yeah it was really good um, um, definitely a winner. I was sad to see that Ida's heart was not on tap, which is my favorite cider that they make. It's their raspberry cider. Yeah. Which so is delicious. Sadly, it was just a one and done. We yeah. came in for that and uh, we were, you know, on our way. Um, But while we were there, I like looked up the menu and I was like, it's really expensive. Like, I'm not really, I don't know if we should go there or whatever. And Jeff's been saying how much he wanted to go try Ponzio's, which is a diner that's in Cherry Hill um, on Route 70. And it's a pretty big deal. A lot of people talk about it Mm -hmm. a lot. And, you know, they, they, you know, they're, they're very, I don't know revered i suppose like a lot of people love this place and like you've heard i've heard about it a lot over the years and i was like well i've never been there so yeah pontius wasn't i had never been there before it wasn't a diner that i frequented because i didn't really hang out in cherry hill growing up we mainly stuck to like medport or every once in a while the marlton diner which has since closed and is now a distillery or um uh not distillery. Dispensary. Uh, dispensary, thank you. And unfortunately, Medport is going to be going the same way. Not a dispensary, but it's going to be closing yeah, down, which apparently, is, and being a Chipotle in a strip mall. It's so sad because I have I have so many memories connected with Medport. And like not just from being like a teenager and then a young adult going there with my friends, but like going there with my grandparents and my mom from like all the way as far back as I can remember when we moved to New Jersey when I was like three. Like, oh, it just, it sucks so bad that it's going to be gone. And I guess when everything does come and there's a date or whatever, I'd like to go at least one more time, have stuff. Like, I don't... We went there and had some pretty uh, delicious panini's not too long yeah. ago. Um, I know I still don't have it, but... Back in the day, you used to be able to smoke inside restaurants and you could smoke in the diner. And then I forget what governor we had put a ban on that. You couldn't you couldn't smoke inside establishments anymore. But like me and a bunch of our friends stayed at Medport and at midnight when the smoking ban went into effect, we each took an ashtray. So for the longest time, I had a Medport ashtray at home, like just different things that it was very like on any given Friday or Saturday night, I could go in Medport and like meet up with so many different people when I was like 18, 19, 20. So it's just, it's very sad that like a big chunk of memories, like the building's not going to be there anymore. But you know, I guess I have the memories. <laughs> so we went to Ponzio's and it was about a half hour wait. Yeah. Which, I don't feel like we waited a half an hour. No, Maybe like it might have been. Maybe like 15 minutes, 15, 20 minutes. I'd say about 20 minutes. But we got seated, you know, relatively quickly. But they were busy when we came in. Um, and Jeff and I each got burgers. I got a pretzel burger. Jeff got a... I got a burger that had uh, cheddar cheese on it and uh, like uh, onion... 
straws. Bits, straws. I don't know what they call them. Uh, onion petals and bacon and barbecue sauce. Although there wasn't a lot of barbecue sauce on it. I would have liked a little bit more. There might not have been any of them there. I'm not sure. I thought I was tasting it at some points, but I'm like, I'm not really seeing it. And then I just put some ketchup on it anyway, so. Yeah. Um, but it was very tasty. Yeah, my our food was delicious. Um, I really wanted a piece of chocolate cake. Jeff would not let me buy a piece of chocolate because cake. Because you finished your meal, you were like, I'm so full right now. <laughs> I wasn't going to get it there. I was going to get it to go. Oh, uh, that's not what you said when we were there. <laughs> You did not mention any to go. <laughs> but um, food was good. So we left out of there and came home. And we're like still making our way through the Harry Potter movies. And, um, Very slowly. Yeah. We're on the uh, Deathly Hollows part one. And I want to say we both watched maybe 15 minutes of it and fell asleep on the couch. Yeah, it wasn't, didn't take us very long. I woke up out. towards like the end and I was like, we need to go to bed. It's late. <laughs> um, so yeah, and then we got up Sunday morning. I made Jeff breakfast. We went grocery shopping and I came home and I cooked for hours and hours and hours and hours. I cooked. Uh, made some more rye bread. Which the recipe did not turn out good. And like, I, I'm <laughs> I'm going to say that it's not me. It's the recipes. It's the rye bread. Because like, I had no issue with the white bread. Two loaves, perfect both times. And I don't know, because this was like, I was having to do a lot of converting. Because this person was from Europe. So, like, they were using Celsius, they were using grams, and it's like, well, I don't have a scale, and I'm having to, like, convert, and, like, stuff's just different. So, like, it wasn't right, and then, I don't know, not that the bread tastes bad, because the bread does taste good, but it didn't rise properly, and it just kind of then deflated in the center, and then Jeff cut it too soon, and it deflated even more. But while all of this is going on, because, like, making bread is such a waiting game. Because, like, you have to make it, and then you have to let it rise. And then you have to fuck with it, and then you have to let it rise. And then you have to bake with it, and then you have to fuck with it. Like, it's, like, a whole process. So while I'm doing that, I'm, like, getting Jeff's chicken cooked. I'm um, getting stuff chopped and prepared for his salads. I'm getting stuff going for dinner. Um, I'm trying to like do other stuff. Jeff was getting a jar of cherry bounce sorted out for his friend that he's going to give at Monster Mania. And if you don't know what cherry bounce is, I made it last summer. It's, um, I use Jack Daniel whiskey and Jack Daniel's whiskey and, um, what they, these were sweet cherries. Um, and I like pitted them and put them with a little bit of sugar in mason jars covered in whiskey and I let them sit and it made the most delicious cherry flavored whiskey it's so smooth it's not overly sweet but nice and sweet oh uh, it's delicious but the bad thing about it is the cherries are so strong like, but it's not really bad depending on how you look at it if you like that kind of thing because a lot of people mm -hmm. I mean they even sell like the whiskey cherries. cherries yeah for like an old-fashioned yeah, so, like, if you like that sort of thing, or they can come in handy, yeah. and as long as they're still in the alcohol, mm -hmm. they're good. But because Jeff had 
portioned some out. Did you put cherries in the little bottles? Yeah. Okay. But because Jeff had portioned some out, there were cherries that were going to be sitting above the alcohol. And I was like, well, I got to find something to do with these because I can't add any more alcohol to it because the cherries have already like. They've already given their juice. And yeah, they're basically the dead cherries at this point. Like they're not going to give any more and it's just going to mess up the taste of the whiskey that's in there. So I was like looking up online and Jeff had the idea. He's like, what about it? Putting them in brownies. And I was like, oh, that's a great idea. I have the best brownie recipe ever. I got it from TikTok. I've made it a handful of times. They turn out really good almost every time. I did have one flub where they didn't turn out great. But that was also because of the um, the pan that I cooked them in. They just... It was when I made the ghost and the bat and they kind of got burnt. The silicone molds, you have to really play with the temperatures. Um, But so I cut up the cherries and I mixed them into the brownies and I used the mini muffin pan and it made 24 mini brownies and then four regular size brownies in like um, a regular size muffin pan. Um these are so good so good very tasty the chocolate complements the cherry and like you can still taste that they're like strong boozy cherries but it's definitely like the chocolate overpowers it yeah oh delicious yeah very good idea yeah good job high five on that oh yeah an actual high five yes (laughs) um I don't know how much the alcohol cooks out. I looked it up and I looked to see like if it cooks out of baked goods. It says it loses its alcohol. Uh, I don't know. It's whatever its percentage is. I think it goes down 10% per half an hour. So these baked for about 45 minutes. So they were already strong as fuck. So I really don't think they lost much. They lost a little bit, but they still got the alcohol in them. Yeah. So these are not child friendly. No. And they're not work safe. You should not be eating them at work. You need to tell. You can't just bring these to like a potluck or a fucking and set them down and be like, oh yeah, I brought brownies. Yeah, um, but super tasty. I highly recommend if you have like boozy fruit bake with it because oh, chef's kiss, delicious. Um, like I said, I made Jeff's chicken, the rye bread. And like the whole reason I'm trying to make rye bread is that we're having my mom and her boyfriend come over tentatively for St. Patrick's Day dinner on the 16th of March. And this is also like for Jeff and Killian's birthday, which we were supposed <coughs> bless you, Thanks. which we were supposed to have back in January. Cause Sorry, they're, they're both January babies, but like stuff keeps happening. And I'd like to be like, hey, look, I made this rye bread, and you know, rye bread is what you eat St. Patrick's Day dinner. Rye bread. Um. So, I, I'm going to. This is my plan. <laughs> I am going to find a bread group on Facebook because I know there are plenty of them and I'm going to ask them for a recipe an American recipe with well I think yours uh, I don't know if my microphone 
might have turned out a little better this time. They said for the cooking of the inside is where the scoring comes in. Mm-hmm. And you didn't really do it this time. You did mm-hmm. it kind of after it had already been baking and you kind of just yeah. tried to cut into it. Yeah. So that might have been an issue, I think. Yeah. It's just, it's a whole thing. Um, and I just, I need a good recipe because like, it's not that like it, did it rise? Yes, it rose. Did it get a nice like outer shell yes that happened too but it didn't rise in the center and then it deflated and then jeff cut into it too quickly but i don't know i just need a good recipe and like i have the rye flour i actually have wheat flour too um it's just i i need to find a tried and true recipe because the one recipe i just like looked it up on google and you know whatever and then the other one, this this is the first TikTok fail recipe. Every other recipe I've gotten from TikTok has been a win, except this one. So, um, I, I'm gonna, third time's a charm, right? So they say. But uh, I had plans yesterday to also make Irish soda bread, but I guess th- that's something I'm gonna try this weekend. I made it before, so it's not that I, um, I don't know if I can make it. I actually made it before with my class at school, and we cooked it in like one of those microwaves that's all that also doubles as an oven. <clears throat> so I know I can do it. It's just finding another good recipe. And then yesterday we tried when I was at Total Wine on Friday it was from Hudson North Big Apple. Uh, they had another one called Big Apple. That came in a tall can that we had as well. That was 8%. This is 8.2%. It comes in a smaller can. So I guess they vary a little bit differently. They're not the same thing. Uh, Big Apple is just like standard cider, but clocking it at 8.2%. Crisp, full-bodied cider that reminds you of small batch cider from your local farm stand. Uh, I give it a 3.25 out of 5. Peach did not check into it. Uh, and I said it had a nice apple flavor, but there's still a bit of a seltzery taste the back end, like too carbonated. Yeah, it's overly carbonated. But it does have a nice apple flavor. They're saying like a farm stand kind of cider. It does have that nice taste, but the back end leaves a little bit to be desired. But still, three point two five out of five. I don't know what Peach would rate it because she didn't rate it. I don't know, like a two point seven five. And then we have the uh, tried the next variety in the Down East <coughs> Overboard series that we got in the variety pack. And this was Tropical, and that was uh, mango and pineapple, I believe. Mm-hmm. Uh, sweet mango and fresh pineapple. And uh, 8%, as I said, their Overboard series is 8%. Uh, I gave this a 4.5 out of 5. Very tasty, very refreshing, very juicy. P should not rate this. Uh, I would give this a five. It was, I am not one for mango, but this was mango done right. Um, And kind of slightly allergic to mango, but didn't have any reaction to this. So that's good. Um, Very tasty. It was, it was so good. And like, again, with the overboard, with it being the higher percentage, you couldn't tell. Yeah. So another win out of that variety pack. So go down east. Um, and then we also tried, and I didn't check into this one, 
the 1911 Raspberry, because we've never had that one before. Mm-hmm. So we did that one. Uh, it was nice. It had a nice apple flavor, raspberry flavor. I'm not the biggest raspberry fan, but I would, I'd give it like a solid 3.5 out of 5. I think it was pretty good. I do 3.75 out of 5. Um, I, I liked it. I would have loved it if the raspberry flavor was more because I love a raspberry cider. But um, this was good. Very tasty. And then uh, Peach made uh, some stuff with her cricket. Yeah. Um, so I had asked a friend of mine at work if she would make me a logo for mine and Jeff's car for the podcast. And I don't really know what happened, but um, it never came to fruition. So I was like, well, I have a cricket now, so let me play around with it. So like there's a cricket app and then like on, uh, I guess on your computer, it's an app as well or a program. Um, but I like, designed it on the computer and then was able to um connect my phone bluetooth to the cricket and i printed it out no problem um the whole process it's like a multi-step process because you have to like cut it out and then you have to do something called weeding which is like pulling up all the unnecessary vinyl and stripping it away and then you have to put transfer tape down and get it to stick to the transfer tape and like all of this aside, like, I don't, and I don't, I don't want to sound like an asshole when I say this. It's not hard per se, but it's time consuming. It's fiddly. Like, and I don't know all like the tricks and tips and techniques because again, this was like my first time using it. But like at one point I was like, holy shit, like this, this is frustrating as fuck. Cause like they say with like the, the transfer tape, like to heat it up with a hair dryer, so I was doing that and like it wasn't sticking it wasn't lifting off the paper and I was like what the fuck and I'm doing it and doing it and I get everything up and then I get outside and I'm helping Jeff stick everything down and it's looking good and then I go over to my car and I do the logo the the words and it looks great and everything and then I go to put the Instagram logo like the camera with like the circle on there and it won't lift and I'm like what the fuck and then I realize I stuck it to the wrong part of like the transfer tape backing I stuck it to the part where it's just like oh well you stuck a sticker like you stuck a sticker to a piece of paper not you put the sticker on what like the wax paper that's going to peel up so I ended up having to print out another one and I have it waiting to put on my car. Um, I also did print out our hashtag Carpe Cider because, you know, that's our thing. So, yeah, I'm going to put them on our car. But uh, I am excited to play with it, my Cricut, you know. Do you have anything to add to that? Nope, not one thing. Okay. Wendy's is coming out with an orange creamsicle frosty on the 13th. KFC is coming out with a pizza. Chicken pizza? Yeah, it's uh, pieces of chicken topped with sauce and cheese and pepperoni. 
So it's kind of like their uh, stacker thing where, like, they made a sandwich out of two pieces of, like, chicken tenders. Chicken. So it's like a pizza that's just made, instead of dough, it's chicken, chicken. tenders. I kind of want to try it. I know it's really horrible for you, probably, but I'm, I'm, I'm interested. I guarantee the report of the week is going to do one on Well, that, yeah, so of course. Wait until he does it. Well, I'm not, like, I, even if whatever he says, I still want to try it. Like, I don't care if it's good or bad. I, I'm just interested I in I couldn't even it. tell you the last time I had KFC. Probably the, the time, of the, well, and I didn't even eat it then, the pot pie incident. Yeah, we're not going to get into that now because we're yeah. we're at the end of this episode. Yeah. So we're done. Uh, I apologize greatly for all the sniffles, the blowing of the nose, the sneezing. All yeah, that for stuff. once it's not me that's sick. I'm normally the one that's sick. Yeah, I don't know. It just hit me out of the blue. It's just a lot of sinus congestion and watery eyes. I think Jeff has allergies. So, uh, like I said, I was fine at work today. It's just when I come home. It could be this area, whatever is being released. It's possible. I mean, I wasn't like 100% at work, but it definitely wasn't what this is right now uh, and how it was last night. So, that's very unenjoyable. So, again, I apologize for all of that, all of the unnecessary sounds and inconvenient sounds. Uh, Believe me, I wish it wasn't this way as well. But uh, I hope through all of that, you got to hear the information we were imparting on all the stuff we talked about. Mm-hmm. Hope you enjoyed all of that. And again, definitely go check out Young American uh, Cider because if you don't drink that Jupiter, we're going to go get it and mm-hmm. uh, you're not going to have any. So uh, I don't know when we're going to actually drink the one we have. We're, see, we're already thinking about getting more. We haven't even drank what we have yet. We're like super greedy with this we should drink a thursday night (laughs) hey why not uh so uh that's it for this episode uh we'll see you next week bye see ya begin spiel hi peach here be sure to check us out on social media so you can see all the awesome pictures of our adventures. You can find us at Pumpkin and Peach Podcast on Facebook and Instagram. Interested in checking out our business? Facebook and Instagram at Ugly Mugs Inc. No matter where you go, you'll find a link tree that will direct you to what you're looking for. Would you like to be a sponsor or collab with us? How about having us try your cider, beer, food, or product? Perhaps even having us come to your establishment if you're local, or letting us know the invite is there if we happen to be in your neck of the woods. Send us a message on social media or email us at pumpkinandpeachadventures at gmail.com. Please write a review for us. It really helps us out. Also, depending on what platform you're listening to us on, like, follow, or subscribe. It'll help you because you'll know when new episodes drop and it helps us grow our presence. End spiel!